A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Yo, what's happening, everybody? This is Ryan Slocum, and you are listening. There ain't nobody better. This is the best local sports podcast in the biz. And that's a duff set. Thank you so much for hitting the play button on your favorite listening device of choice from wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Duff Tyler, and that's a Duff said. This week, I am talking to Lake Orion senior Joey Debrinkit. Joey is having a tremendous season for the Dragons. Lake Orion is 5-0 heading into its Friday night matchup with Rochester Adams. My conversation with Joey Debrinkit starts now. Last week, I had the chance to meet and interview your big brother, Mitchell. He's currently yeah. playing uh, football at Saginaw Valley State. But one thing right. I really admired about him is how he is such a big supporter of you. He could not stop talking about you and how proud he was of you. What's it like to know that somebody like that is not only in your corner, but he's someone that you can turn to? Well, it's it's kind of like the whole reason I'm still, well, I'm out here kicking it, doing my thing is because I, I have him to look up to and mentor me. So I can equally say it back to him, like everything I've learned from football and stuff and coming up in the off seasons, whether it's spring, summer, or we're going to the domes in winter, running routes, doing footwork and lifting and doing everything. So to have him support and teach me things is the, means the world to me. And, and even from my oldest brother, Jack, too, teach me things and how to recover uh, after practice and how important that is and taking care of yourself on and off the field. And then academic-wise, too, just having yourself be the best person you can be, really. How would you describe the relationship with you and your big brothers? Oh, I'd say my oldest brother, Jack, is now living in Texas. And obviously, Mitchell gone at Saginaw, so we don't get to see each other as much as we like, but... I still get to talk to him daily, whether it's text, call, or any other social media. So we, we're still very close. And it's anytime they come home, it's like they never left. Both of those guys went on to have successful college careers in football. Are you hoping to follow in their footsteps? I am, yeah. I think just Mitchell's at Saginaw, but I'm looking to, I'm exploring right now options and I'm putting my stuff out there, Twitter and whatnot. What was your introduction to football? Uh, sixth grade, I started playing. Um, really just tackle football in the neighborhoods growing up. And uh, being an MSU Spartan fan all my life through my parents and brothers, just growing up watching each Saturday and Sunday games with the NFL. But uh, it's just something I've kind of been born into and I've loved being a part of. When you first started playing those tackle games, how did you adjust to that initially uh, once it started to get physical for you at such a young age? Uh, well, going back to the whole bloody nose thing earlier about me and Mitchell fighting, that I feel like that kind of prepared me because I was not to brag, I was kind of a dog out there my first year at linebacker and 
getting after it, but I think I was I was okay with the adjustment. I was just happy to be out there finally. And so that's kind of where you discovered your passion for football. When did you decide right. that this was something that you wanted to pursue? I think definitely when COVID hit and my oldest or older brother Mitch was getting recruited, it kind of put me, put it in a perspective like this is attainable goal and this is something I can work towards. And so I'm kind of working towards it, obviously. How would you describe your approach to the game? I got I approach it like I got to get one thing done at a time, just play by play assignment. And once it's always the next challenge waiting for me. Now, one of the things I talked to with Mitchell, uh, he's very big on once he's done, whether it be in the in the gym or he's done with practice or he's done with a game, he always finds something to do to unwind. I know he is really big into his music. He loves to play the guitar. What do you like to do to unwind after practice? Uh, just like him, we're ba- very big on music. So, of course, I put in my headphones, just kind of relax, really. I don't, I, don't, I don't like to do my – oh. And I cook myself some very nice food, too, after practice. That's that's always a good thing to end the day off. Really? When did you discover this culinary passion? Um, I'd say around 6th, 7th grade, I started being able to cook for myself. And, uh, yeah, I just started watching YouTube videos and stuff online. Don't really follow recipe books so much. but uh, Yeah, me neither. Like good food for myself and family. So what have you discovered that you really like to cook? Uh... I mean, I can make some mean steak tacos. That's kind of my go-to. Really, anything my brothers or parents ask me to make. So you've become like the chef of the family then, I take it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, speaking of your family, your dad was a walk-on quarterback at Michigan State, and you guys obviously are big Spartan fans. What was it like to have that kind of influence on you growing up? Um, I think it was just very important to know that we're – a Spartan family and that we support them. Cause that's basically all my childhood was is going up to East Lansing for the games on Saturdays, uh, tailgating doing not me tailgating, obviously, but, uh, just going to the games and being a part of that culture too. It was just lovely. Now, aside from Mitchell, who else has really inspired you to succeed and be motivated to go out and play football? Uh, definitely my teammates, whether it's this year or previous years, when I was an underclassman, but people around me, I, I'm very heavy on the brothership or brotherhood and all that leadership qualities and people and bringing them out together and kind of getting after it. So I'm glad you brought up the brotherhood aspect of it because you're very tight with your brothers, but you also have a famous cousin too. You are a distant cousin to Alex DeBrinket of the Detroit Red Wings, and he recently was able to come back to play hockey for the Red Wings. Now, Mitchell said he never got a chance to meet him, and I, I'm assuming that's probably been the case for you too? Uh, correct. I believe so. No, we haven't had a chance to meet yet in person. I'm hoping now that he's back in Detroit, you guys get that opportunity because... Oh, I'm- I'm sure opportunity will rise, yeah. Yeah, he definitely needs to get you guys some signed jerseys or something, some pucks or something now that he's back in town. Or maybe he can even front you guys some tickets to a game or something so you can come out and see him play. Agreed, yep. So this is your senior year. What kind of mark are you hoping to leave on this program? I guess there's only one real thing. He's got to get that ring. What would it take to get that ring? I got to keep saying one week at a time. Just got to do our assignments. Lock in. 
What does it mean to you to represent Lake Orion and to know that if you are successful in getting that ring, you would bring home another state championship to this program and to the community of Lake Orion? Well, obviously with the the family aspect we have here at Lake Orion, it would mean the world because like you said, at school, people coming up to me and whatnot, just being able to have that just would mean the world to me. Favorite subject at school? Oh, favorite subject at school. Are we talking at the moment or all time? Let's go with at the moment. At the moment, I'll have to go with my first hour personal finance right now, Mr. Kimball. Shout out Mr. Kimball. The environment that he's created as a teacher really stuck with me. He's very engaging and active, and I kind of like that in the classroom. So I'm very, especially first thing early in the morning, waking up for a 7.30 class, you're a little tired, but he'll get you up and active and involved. So what's it like to know that you can turn to him for things like that? Uh like you just said, it's, it's just nice having another person uh, that I can go to, whether that's just to talk to or, hey, I need help with this. I need a recommendation for this, blah, blah. So it's just a good thing. I love building relationships with new people, too. What is your hype song before a game? Oh, I might have to take a look at my phone real, real quick. Yeah, see, I, I can tell you got a playlist because you really oh, had to think it. about this one. I got to narrow it down somehow. Okay. I'll say with a classic, I'll put right now at the moment, I really like Dollars on My Head by Gunna. It's still a really good song for for a game. I know that one. That's a good one. Now, like your brother, are you an Oasis fan? Oh, of course. Yeah, me and him, all three of us, and all five of us parents bond over that too. I love love that band. Who is your all-time favorite athlete? Ooh. Ooh, all-time favorite athlete. Oh, I've got to go with Dennis Rodman just because he's so out there. I, I, I think he's he's just mean to look at with the boxing people out and just the aggression he has. And I think another thing I, I look and kind of admire is, like, he doesn't care what people think. He's just going to do his job and, like, get his assignment done. And he'll try and distract do whatever. But I, I really like that. What is your favorite restaurant? Obviously, you like to cook for yourself, but where is some place that you like to go to eat at? Ooh, favorite restaurant. Uh, I keep it simple. I don't like to eat out that much, just just being cooking, but I can can never go wrong with the Chipotle bowl. Get, get my protein with my chicken and rice in there. I, I think it's awesome, though, that you're learning to cook because as soon as we wind up this interview, I'm actually going to watch the finale of MasterChef. Do you ever watch that show? I do not know. I just kind of keep it to myself. I'll, I'll, I'll recommend it to you, though, because if you do like to cook, you can learn a lot from Gordon Ramsay, aside from all the yelling and the profanities. There actually is some good lessons to learn about the culinary arts. So just keep that one in the data banks. And then what is your favorite season here in the state of Michigan? Because obviously Caden does not like the cold at all. Where do you stand on the four seasons of Michigan? I think we're in the perfect season right now with fall. You got football, you got beautiful weather. Uh, you can wear pants or shorts, anything. Uh, and you got Halloween, favorite favorite uh, holiday. So just And Thanksgiving right around the corner with amazing food. So nothing to complain about with fall. Now, as you heard at the beginning of that conversation, 
Joey's older brother, Mitchell DeBrinket, plays football at Saginaw Valley State. The Cardinals have a big matchup on Saturday. Up next, head coach Ryan Brady joins us to preview the Battle of the Valleys. You're listening to the best local sports podcast in Michigan. And that's a Duff said. If it's pizza night, Sheldon Street Pizza has got you covered. Sheldon's pizzas are always made fresh when you order them, and the readers of the Lake Orion Review have voted Sheldon's breadsticks as the best in Lake Orion. Stop by Sheldon Street Pizza at 3767 South Baldwin Road in Orion Township, or you can order online by visiting sheldonstreetpizza.com. Don't forget to try one of Sheldon's salads with his special blend of homemade salad dressings. He's also got some pretty tasty desserts as well. Sheldon Street Pizza. More than just pizza. It's the official pizza of a Duff set. Okay, I want to take a second now to talk to the parents and adults listening to this podcast. If you are looking for a fun night out during the weekend here in Lake Orion, then stop by Fourth Coast Cider Works. Fourth Coast Cider Works is the place to be for hard cider in Oakland County. Located in the main entrance to Canterbury Village, Fourth Coast is quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. Stop by Fourth Coast and try some of their many flavors on tap. You can also take some home in a can or a howler. For a complete list of ciders and hours, go to fourthcoastciderworks.com. Fourth Coast Cider Works, the best hard cider is on the fourth coast not available for anyone under the age of 21 please drink responsibly saginaw valley state suffered a crushing defeat last week at home to nationally ranked indianapolis the greyhounds left saginaw with a 35 to 10 victory the Cardinals are now 2-2, two two, heading into a battle this Saturday with nationally ranked conference rival Grand Valley State. I caught up with head coach Ryan Brady this week to talk about the cards, and that conversation starts now. You were up against another big team last week in Indianapolis. They are ranked 16th in the country, and they are ranked that high for a reason. They came in to your guys' place, and they had you guys pinned down 28-3 to by halftime. What was it about what they were doing that made it difficult for your guys to stop? Yeah, they did a good job. Um, it was more about what um, we did to ourselves and um, our lack of execution that, um, you, know, you know, we turned the ball over, and then, you know, the next play, it's 80-something yards and a touchdown, you know, so we – we just snowballed, um, and uh, Indy uh, took the momentum, and um, they never let go of it. And so they did an outstanding job. They tackled very well. Um, but we just uh, made too many little miscues, and, um, you know, we got uh, we got frustrated. And, um, you know, against a team like that, you, you don't have time to uh, you know, feel sorry for yourself. You know, it's just you got to have that next play mentality. And, um, you know, so that's something we've been talking about all week. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, anytime you find yourselves down by that much at halftime, that can have a huge mental effect on your guys. 
what were you seeing out of your guys in terms of body language and just the overall mood as you were trying to help them regroup from that? Uh, did you get a sense that uh, they may have been already mentally defeated at that moment? Yeah, you know, you, you, you could sense they were disappointed when we went in at the half, you know, and we, 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 we talked and, you know, we, we still felt like um, you know, we'd come back out and put together a great third quarter and, and get ourselves, um, you know, back in the football game, you know. Um, but, it, you know, it's just, it just it comes down to in a, in, a, in a game of that magnitude against a caliber opponent like that, like you have to be at your best, you know. And it was a hard lesson we learned at Truman State um, when it comes down to a few key plays. Um, and then this, this one, when it just, uh, a few things didn't go our way, I just thought, you know, our guys just exhaled and, uh, you just, you just can't do that at this level. Um, you really just have to pick yourself up and just, uh, you know, stay battling and, and fight and scratch and claw your way, um, all the way to the bitter end, you know? And so, um, you know, we've had a good week of practice and, you know, we, we've got to be ready to, uh, to really like, um, you know, be strong and, um, you know, hold on to, uh, that fight and that, uh, that passion inside. And what's that like for coaches too, when you see all those points going up on the board and you know, you still got a job to do yourself. How do you deal with that adversity? Yeah. Well, you just try to, you know, set an example for your players by having the right body language and the, the right mindset and the right attitude. And you obviously try to inspire your guys to, you know, to snap out of it, um, which which is, is hard for young people to do when, you know, um, obviously you're disappointed, you know. And so, um, you know, we don't have time to uh, be disappointed. We don't have time to be, you know, oh, oh man, you know, you just, um, you know, there, there's a battle going on and, and you have to stay in the battle um, to the bitter end, um, win or lose. There's just only one way to play this game and it's got to be, you got to be all in and you got to give it everything you got. Um, and so uh, I'm confident our guys are, uh, are going to be ready to compete uh, here on Saturday. One thing that we've talked about in the first couple of weeks is the start that you had offensively this season. You guys had uh, two really good games to start, but this was another uh, game in which you guys only put up seven points, just like you did a week ago at Truman State. What are some things have you been working on with the guys offensively this week to get that unit back on track? Yeah, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've got to get healthy up front. You know, so we've had some guys banged up and um, so we've had to move some pieces around. And so we, we've kind of lost our continuity uh, up front on the offensive line. And so uh, we think we've gotten some of that ironed out. We should get a little bit of help back, but we've got some guys that need to step up and guys that have to, uh, you know, play at a higher level. Um, and that's just, that's just the bottom line. Um, and then just, um, you know, when you have, uh, you know, procedural penalties, um, you know, a- any kind of penalty on the offensive side of the ball is a drive stopping penalty, you know? And so we found ourselves in, um, third, third and forever. Um, and at, at this level, thir- third and nine is, is hard, hard to come by. You know, we need to be in third and third and medium, you know, and then you give yourself a chance. Um, and so we, we put ourselves behind the chains, um, and we were more interested in backing up and moving forward. And so when you do that, uh, you lose possessions, um, you lose momentum, you lose your rhythm. Um, and that's just unacceptable. Um, and so, uh, we have to settle in and we have to be more focused and locked in on the details. 
What are some things you've noticed about your guys' mood this week in practice? Uh, it's going to be a big game. It's a rivalry game this week. With the, what you've been seeing out of your guys this week, have you noticed a change from where you guys were just a few days ago? Like our energy. Um, I thought we had a great practice. Um, inspired, uh, intense, competitive, uh, physical. Uh, that was That was a lot of fun, you know. But, you know, Tuesday, I thought we came out and we started slow. Um, and so, you know, we, we got on them hard and uh, they obviously responded. And then, um, you know, Thursday for us is, is a focused um, day where we're really just trying to fine-tune the game plan and um, cover all the details. And, you know, then Friday is our dress rehearsal. And um, it's the last the last walkthrough, the last run-through before, before the big show. And so... Uh, it's just a constant battle of preparation that every day, like you got to stay to the process, stick to the process, stick to the process. So by the time Saturday comes, it's like, man, you've already, you've already did it physically and mentally, you know, all throughout the week. Um, and then the game just takes care of itself. You guys get ready to play Grand Valley State and they are doing very well. They come into your place after getting an impressive win last weekend against us. Assumption. And they have been very good offensively this season. They have put up a lot of points on the scoreboard. In fact, they almost scored 60 in a game a couple weeks ago. What are some concerns you have about the Lakers heading into Saturday's matchup? Yeah, they're a good football team. You know, they're, they're a national powerhouse. Um, you know, they're ranked in the top five. I think, uh, um, you know, maybe they're six or seven or something now, but they've, they've played tough competition. Uh, with the Colorado Mines and Pueblo, those are those are two um, you know nationally prominent schools. Um, but obviously they're 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 very um, they're very athletic um, and they're disciplined um, and they're well coached. Um, and so they have a they have a lot of veterans on this team. Um, quarterbacks, you know, going to be a four-year starter. Running back, four-year starter. Um, so they got a lot of guys back with a lot of experience that were. Um, you know, part of that run they had in the playoffs last year. So, um, you know, what we need to do is just be at our best um, and play Saginaw Valley football. Um, I'm not really um, focused on them as much as I'm focused on us. Um, so we, we need to get back to, you know, playing the way we did at the level we did against Winona State, you know. Um, and so you know, it's been it's been challenging with, with some guys banged up, but there's, there's no excuses here. Like um, – these everyone's got to be ready when their turn comes up and so um you know but obviously grand valley they they do, they do a lot of things well you know they run the football well um my quarterback does a great job of uh you know, extending place um he gets back there he doesn't like what he sees and if he takes off like he is elusive um he's tough to tackle he's long um and so they have a dangerous quarterback and um, and then defensively, same thing. They just return a lot of starters, a um, lot of experience on the defensive side of the ball. So, um, you know, I, I expect that this is going to be, a, you know, a low-scoring game. That this is going to be two two defensive teams battling it out, and hopefully we can hang around um, and, and 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 get them right there at the end. And so that's that's typically how games uh, like this magnitude go when you have two good football teams. Good football teams play great defense. Um, and so we want to play great defense this week. Uh, we want to stop the run. We want to limit the explosive plays. Um, and we want to bend but not break um, and hold them to field goals. Um, 
and then be be opportunistic on offense. Um, you know, just talking to the offense all week it's about patience. Just got to be patient in a game like this. You know, last year, you know, 16 to 10 in the third quarter, and you know we freaked out and got impatient. You know, you can't get impatient in a game like this. You have to, you have to keep your head, and you have to just just hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. So the mental aspect of this game is also going to be pretty intense, not just from the fact of what you're facing on the field, but what you're going to have all around you, because this is, of course, the Battle of the Valleys, and it's going to be an atmosphere almost like a playoff game because you know Grand Valley's going to bring their crowd in there, so you're going to have a lot of noise coming from both directions. What's it like for your guys to get this kind of atmosphere this early in the season to play in front of and to compete in front of? Oh, I mean, this is going to be one of the coolest games of the year. I mean, this is this is what you uh, this is why you uh, put in all that work for 364 days of the year is for this one day. I mean, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be atmosphere is going to be crazy. Um, it's going to be a packed house, night game, like beautiful weather. I mean, you couldn't ask for a for a for a better um, for a better setup here. So, you know, this is this is what it's all about, Doc. I mean, uh, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. Like this, uh, this is this should be a great, great game. It's a great opportunity for us, um, and uh, hopefully, we can find ourselves on the winning side of things. Would you like to hear more about Saginaw Valley State football, or would you like to hear previous episodes of a Duff Said? Well, that's easy. All you have to do is go to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can also get an instant alert sent to your mobile device anytime a new episode of A Duff Said drops. You can become a subscriber by going to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow this show on my Facebook page. Just look me up at sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can also hit me up on Twitter slash X. Just look for my handle at Duff Tyler. Our announcer today was Emmy award-winning sportscaster and my friend, Ryan Slocum. I have done a number of episodes with Ryan here at A Duff Said, and they're all available to you at the options that I just mentioned. All other announcements are done by Steve Gale, the best high school sports public address announcer in the state of Michigan. As for myself, I'm Duff Tyler reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true. Because that's what a Duff said. Thanks for listening, folks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs>